Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. And without ado, let's get into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. I'm really excited about today's guest, Lucy Liu, and uh, she's the embodiment of a female entrepreneur. She's a coach, speaker, she's written books we talk about. She's also a podcast host, um, and she you know, coaches entrepreneurs, and I'm happy to welcome her to the show. Lucy, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, you inspire just by talking to your positive energy, it's highly infectious. And um, I love that. So um, talk about, you know, your story and how you came to be and what you do. Yeah, so I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. My grandpa was a businessman and mm -hmm. I married a business family. So mm -hmm. I worked at my husband's family business. Um, yeah, so I never worked a nine to five. Yeah, we did business. We had a business when we were in college. So it was just... Um, that was our background. But I think um, as an Asian child, I really lived the life of how our parents wanted us to be or, you know, how we thought society deemed us successful, right? We made some money as we were young. We seemed successful, but we weren't, or at least I wasn't happy, and feeling aligned. So I always felt behind. I always felt like I was chasing something ahead of me and I can never reach there. So even though I had straight A's in school, I dropped myself out of high school because I felt I was still behind. I wanted to enter society sooner. I wanted to, I just wanted to do all the things right? And I hustled my way through a community college, got myself into UCLA, interned at the most pre prestigious financial office in Century City, Los Angeles. I was interning for my bosses who were making millions of dollars, right? All it seemed good on the outside. And I, I, I worked in all types of businesses, but through it all, didn't feel truly happy on the inside. There was always something missing and I was always behind. I never knew coaching was a career. Growing up, especially as an Asian, I felt like, or at least when I talked to a lot of my friends, I felt like, or they felt like coaching was for celebrities. Like they were for the ultra reach or, you know, for celebrity. So when I realized coaching was a career, I was like, oh my goodness, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my life because it makes me happy when I can help another soul. 
right? Even if it just be one person. And that's for the for that reason. That's why I do everything I do now, because that makes me happy. If someone can listen to this podcast and find one thing I say today helpful or inspire you to make a difference in your life, that makes my life now. And that's what I do. Yeah, I think the plight of, um, you know, the Asian, you know, it's a really like my like my nephew's generation is going to be fine because they've been shielded from, you know, it's kind of the trauma from my generation, you know, your parents. Uh, so but, uh, you know, it's quite interesting. You have to really talk to it. There's a lot of layers there. Um, but uh, you but what's interesting is you did it actually. So you've created this, you know, you've taken your experience, you know, from the Asian standpoint entrepreneurship and so one thing is talking about is uh one thing is um is this confidence so you know it could be could be uh your gen gender confidence could be your identity talk about cultivating unshakable confidence oh that is absolutely my favorite topic i speak i write i do everything <laughs> i do now around confidence because i believe it is the pillar of our life it is the foundation of our house this house called your life, right? Because it is a decision. Life is made up of all the decisions we add up. How you do one thing is how you do everything in life. And it's it's all come down to the decisions you make daily, right? Make decisions based on how you will thank yourself in the future for making those decisions. For example, I get interviewed on podcasts and people ask me and then I tell them my story and the host would be, oh, you made a really bald move. Wow, that was a confident move. But you know what? Every move I made, I didn't think of it that way. But it is those decisions that I made that moved me forward, right? And I think confidence is a muscle. It's a muscle that we can practice. And this is why I host a workshop called I Am Remarkable. It is a Google initiative and movement. And it practices our confidence and self-promotion skills because, you know, accomplishments don't speak for themselves. You are amazing, Chris, right? All your guests are amazing. But they didn't, you're not there because your accomplishments speak for themselves. You have to be choosing intentionally to be that version of you where you show up as that confident version of you. And everything you want in life is behind confidence, right? You want to be resilient. Okay. Well, if you're confident that when you fall, you're going to be able to and find a way to work around things and to get up, that's your resilience muscle, right? If you are, you know, you're successful on the outside, but you're not happy on the inside, well, then you have to be confident that you will be able to find your joy and that you can still succeed. You can still be impactful and make money while doing things that are fun. Um, a lot of people forget to have fun. And I think that's the number one reason people fail to reach their goals, right? You're not having enough fun. Come on, Chris, are you having fun on this podcast? 
Oh yeah, that's why I'm doing it. It's, that is the only <laughs> way you're going to keep the show going, yeah. right? So yeah. everything we do in life, work or our personal life, we got to think, how can we make it more fun, right? I have this goal in front of me. How can we make it more fun? Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. And um, I think uh, one of my other guests said the same thing yesterday. How you do one thing is how you do everything. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's from a Tony Robbins. Uh, it's it's true. You know, it's like, you know, it's like really. So you've, you've embodied this, uh, you know, the successful um, entrepreneur and influencer now. And, um, you know, a lot of limiting beliefs um, from upbringing, from society. So talk about how you shattered those self-imposed limiting beliefs. Oh, absolutely. All limiting beliefs are self-imposed. I call this um, the glass ceiling, right? And Asian people call it the bamboo ceiling, <laughs> whatever you call it. Okay. There's a ceiling that you're imposing on top of your head. That's imaginary and that's self-imposed. For example, my name is Lucy Liu. Okay. So that is obviously the name of a celebrity. And I grew up believing that I will never be somebody because she is so famous because you just do not see a Beyonce or another Angelina Jolie or Julia Robert. It's, it's just not possible. So I will always be nobody. So actually in my twenties and thirties, I really just lived my life in autopilot. It was just work, sleep, work, sleep, there was nothing more to life because I felt like I wasn't important. I weren't important. There's not much to me left except for waiting till waiting for my dying days because I life was so automatic. It was just routine. Uh -huh. But guess what? It, it, it all changed. And I get asked a lot, is there a turning point in your life, you know, that you had this sudden epiphany. It's funny how I feel like I still can't think of an epiphany turning point in my life. But I think it's really the small aha moments that added up to where I am today and to all the little decisions I made daily to change my life, to transform my life, to, to make it better. I'm content with where I am today, but yet I'm having fun reaching for my next goals. So I think there is um, a point where you decide that you consciously decide that you can change your life and it's okay to shatter those limiting beliefs as long as you realize and have awareness for them. For example, uh, again, my name the, the story I tell myself, right? Am I using her name? Oh my gosh, there's like a million Lucy Lou's out there. And even when you search life coach Lucy Lou, well, now I come up right on Google. But back when I started coaching, there's other Lucy Lou coaches, right? There's millions of stories that you can tell yourself. And she's so amazing. The Lucy Lou, right? The Lucy Lou is so amazing. I love her. I can't even hate her. But at the same time, I don't want to self-sabotage myself, right? She's so talented. She's an actress, director, artist. Oh boy. But I want it to as a coach, because I am helping others, I want to shatter my own limiting beliefs too, 
That is why I intentionally tell myself, you know, how can I shatter my limiting beliefs? So for one, I started my podcast and I just called it the Lucy Lou Show. Right? I'm not gonna think about, oh my goodness, am I using her name? Blah blah blah. The stories we tell ourselves. She's got an amazing podcast too, but. It's not about me anymore. It's about me bringing value to my audience. So even if I have one listener, I'm going to help her, right? If I'm thinking about me, oh me, 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 then I'm going to worry. I'm going to worry about what people think of me, right? That that made the biggest change. You know, I used to be afraid because I live in Los Angeles. I used to be afraid to make restaurant reservations in my own name because people would be like, "Are you the Lucy Lou coming in?" I'm like, "No, sorry to disappoint you. I'm not the Lucy Lou." So yeah, I used to make reservations in my mom's name, but now I really truly、uh, embrace my identity. We're all unique, and so are you. If you're listening, watching, you are unique. That's why I'm an author now, and not only I do I write books because I want to inspire others, but I want to be the product of what I preach. I believe, as the child of immigrants, because English isn't my first language, even though I have straight A's, you know, in English class, I always felt still that my English isn't good enough. So that's something I used to tell myself. Like my English isn't good enough. Oh, I'm not native. I,、yeah. you know, my grammar is bad. I don't speak charismatically as I wish to.、Mm. Now, when I say this, Chris, do you feel it's true? No, no, I, I don't. I think you're, you're very well spoken, very confident. Very okay.、Inspiring, so, <laughs> so that's exactly what a limiting belief is. Is a belief、mm. that you hold on to yourself for so long that you yourself believe to be the truth,、mm-hmm. and if so, it, all the thoughts you're going on in your head. If you were to tell me, I'm like, what are you talking about? Right,、yeah. that is so not true. Yeah. So I think that's another reason that I became an author and I want to write in English so that I can shatter my own limiting beliefs and tell this story to whoever's listening that. You see, this is exactly what a limiting belief is—that、mm-hmm. whatever you think you're not enough, right?、Mm-hmm. Any sentence that you see with the word "enough," you probably need to rethink it, right? I'm not ready. I'm not good enough. I don't have enough blank. I'm not blank enough, right? For you, your story might be different. The circumstance might be different. The circumstances in life are all neutral, so we、mm-hmm. get to put a positive and negative spin to it. And I want to emphasize that enough is also a decision; it's not an amount. Hmm. I like that. I like that. I like that saying. That's very impactful. Enough is a decision, and、um, yeah, because you know, it's like it kind of reminds me of you know, like my you know, my friends. You know, you know, they you know get perfect, and then they say you know they would. Criticize themselves like they would call themselves like you know dumb and 
you know, really <laughs> derogatory or um, like beauty, you know, beautiful people, they call themselves, you know, ugly. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's what you're describing. Really fascinating. So you t- you've, uh, like I said, you know, um, we'll talk about you, how you've created, uh, you know, the podcast and your books and you've been author and you're speaking and you're and you're passionate about helping other uh, female entrepreneurs reach their goals. Um, tell us more about that and the activism that you're doing there. Yes, it just brings me so much fulfillment in any medium that Mm. expresses inspiration to whoever, you know, the universe brings into my life. So that makes me happy. That brings me joy. So I really urge everyone listening or watching to, to do things that makes you happy, right? Make a list of things that brings you joy and it, it shouldn't feel like work. Like if you are a physician, you are helping the life of your patients, right? That's absolutely amazing, right? So anything you're doing, bring life into it because this world need more alive people. That's it. Mm-hmm. Be alive and go for your dreams and have fun along the way. Yeah, really powerful. Um and then, so how can people find you? You're, I know you're on social media. You've got an active presence and uh, how they can check out your your work, you know, you know, books and so on. Absolutely. Just follow along on social. <laughs> I'm everywhere at the same handle. So if you're on Instagram, LinkedIn, at the end, it is always the same handle at M-I-L-I-U. That's Miss Lucy Lou. And if you are streaming this on a podcast platform, wherever you listen to podcasts, since you're on this platform already, might as well just go hit the search button and search for the Lucy Lou show. It's a weekly, short, very short episodes, fueling station for your mind, business, and life. Yeah. And uh, very uh, one of the ver- very um, most inspiring guests and uh, very impactful and uh, so much more to, to offer. And for all the listeners out there, let's thank Lucy for coming on. Uh, all of her resources for her books, your podcast, YouTube, all of that will be in the links in the show notes to the right, Lucy Lou. And um, with that, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you again for having me. And to all the beautiful listeners, more blessings are coming your way. I hope you really enjoyed that wonderful inspirational, motivational piece. Again, if you, wherever you are listening, if you liked it, be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon, Audible. And without much ado, be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week.